Welcome to Women in Faith. My name is Stephanie Schwartz, and I'm the host of Women in Faith, a podcast to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. We are currently working through A.W. Tozer's classic book, The Knowledge of the Holy, and we're at chapter 12, The Omnipotence of God. A quarter of a century ago, 250 years ago, German composer George Frederick Handel wrote Messiah, and it continues in popularity today. Musicians note that Handel united the music and lyrics in Messiah to move the hearts and minds of those in his audience, and he did so in a very successful way. Although the work has 250,000 musical notes, it was written by Handel in 24 days, and he did that without a computer. Handel's Messiah may be most familiar for the Hallelujah Chorus, containing words from Revelation 19.6, words like Hallelujah and For the Lord God Omnipotent Reigneth, and these are repeated multiple times. So what does it mean that the Lord God is omnipotent? Well, Tozer writes, sovereignty and omnipotence must go together. One cannot exist without the other. To reign, God must have power. And to reign sovereignly, he must have all power. And that is what omnipotent means, having all power. In Matthew 26, 63 and 64, Jesus is being questioned by Caiaphas, the high priest, right before his crucifixion. It says in Matthew 26, 63, the high priest said to him, I adjure you by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. Jesus said to him, you have said so. But I tell you from now on, you will see the son of man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Now, Tozer writes, God possesses what no creature can, an incomprehensible plentitude of power, a potency that is absolute. This we know by divine revelation, but once known, it is recognized as being in full accord with reason. Grant that God is infinite and self-existent, and we see at once that he must be all-powerful as well. And reason kneels to worship before the divine omnipotence. Tozer goes on to write, Since God is also infinite, whatever he has must be without limit. Therefore, God has limitless power. He is omnipotent. We see further that God, the self-existent creator, is the source of all the power there is. And since a source must be at least equal to anything that emanates from it, God is of necessity equal to all the power there is. And this is to say, again, that He is omnipotent. God has delegated power to His creatures, 
But being self-sufficient, he cannot relinquish anything of his perfections and power being one of them. He has never surrendered the least iota of his power. He gives, but he does not give away. All that he gives remains his own and returns to him again. Forever he must remain what he has forever been, the Lord God omnipotent. Tozer goes on to contrast the mentality of men of the Bible with the mentality of modern men. He says they saw God and we see nature. Their world was populated. Ours is empty. Their world was alive and personal. Ours is dead. God ruled their world. Nature rules ours. Tozer explains that what we call the laws of nature are only laws because God has designed them to be that way. Without God, there would be no foundation for science. Tozer writes, the trustworthiness of God's behavior in his world is the foundation of all scientific truth. Upon it, the scientist rests his faith, and from there he goes on to achieve great and useful things in such fields as those of navigation, chemistry, agriculture, and the medical arts. God is all-powerful. Now, how does knowing this help us with fear and worry and anxiety? Well, Tozer writes, Omnipotence is not a name given to the sum of all power, but an attribute of a personal God we Christians believe to be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and of whom all who believe on him to life eternal. The worshiping man finds this knowledge as a source of wonderful strength for his inner life. His faith rises to take the great leap upward into the fellowship of him who can do whatever he wills to do, for whom nothing is hard or difficult because he possesses power absolute. Since he has at his command all the power in the universe— The Lord God omnipotent can do anything as easily as anything else. All his acts are done without effort. He expends no energy that must be replenished. His self-sufficiency makes it unnecessary for him to look outside of himself for a renewal of strength. All the power required to do, all that he wills to do, lies in undiminished fullness in his own infinite being. Tozer goes on then to recall the experience of a missionary named A.B. Simpson, who was worn out and exasperated. And Simpson heard the lines of a hymn which read, Nothing is too hard for Jesus. No man can work like him. These two short verses gave the weary missionary new hope and new courage to press on. These lines are recorded in Simpson's devotional, Days of Heaven Upon Earth. Psalm 55, 22 says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Simpson writes, Dear friends, 
Sometimes we bring a burden to God and we have such a groaning over it. And we seem to think God has a dreadful time too. But in reality, it does not burden him at all. God says, it is a light thing for me to do this for you. Your load, though it's heavy for you, is not heavy for him. Christ carries the whole world on one shoulder, not two shoulders. The government of the world is upon his shoulder. He is not struggling and groaning with it. His mighty arm is able to carry all of your burdens. Off there comes a wondrous message when my hopes are growing dim. I can hear it through the darkness like some sweet and far-off hymn. Nothing is too hard for Jesus. No man can work like him. Well, next time, we'll walk through chapter 13, The Divine Transcendence. Until then, let's meditate on the fact that God is omnipotent. He's almighty. He has the power to do whatever he wants to do, and nothing is too hard for him. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and feel free to email me at wf at compasschurch.org with any comments or questions that you might have. I look forward to meeting again with you next time.